0: We are here today. We have kicked the surgeons out, and it is just me, Bree, For those who don't know my voice yet, and Teresa Collins and Taylor Card, Teresa's daughter, who Hello. I'm so excited Hello. is Hello. joining us today. I'm so and we're we're talking. We're not kind of talking. We are talking about something that I think we all kind of have varying opinions on. Um, Pretty girl privilege. So I feel like this means maybe something a little bit different to everybody, depending on how you have experienced it in life. Because some of us have felt that and some of us haven't. Well, also,
1: like, I didn't even hear about pretty girl privilege until like the last couple years. When I heard that term, I'm like, what's that? Uh And it took me back to a time when I had heard um, there was a 2020 Friday night. Thing, and they're like, did you know that taller people are considered more attractive than other people, you know, based upon it, the taller you are? Or they'll say, oh, did you know that um, if you're more attractive or perceived more attractive that you're treated better or you can make more money? And I was like, oh, well, I guess I'd never thought of that because growing up, I was not popular. I was not considered a pretty girl by any means or no I, I wasn't I'll just be honest but I also didn't ever see myself that way but I remember looking at other girls especially thinking oh my gosh they're so pretty what would it be like to look like them did anybody ever do that or is that just me
2: I don't believe that you weren't pretty though.
1: No,
0: I know. I'm like, I I want to. I totally want to
2: call BS on that. I'm sorry, I don't believe that for one (laughs) second. I'm like, no, but okay, but I guess pretty girl privilege. A lot of it is how you see yourself. That maybe it's so true. That way, but like it was a self reflection. It totally
1: was. No, I did not feel pretty. I 100 100, and um. If anything, I felt very insecure, and my mom cut my hair up to, like, my ears. Like,
0: oh, I had no. Head. And
1: so I always just felt like I felt unseen.
0: Yeah. That happened to me once, and my hair was so curly when I was a kid. Oh, like, wow. crazy curly. And I got it cut short, like, to my shoulders, mm-hmm. but it was so curly, it mm-hmm. went up above my ears. And so I remember going to school... And everyone being like, why'd you get a boy haircut? Like, and just feeling so embarrassed and ashamed. And just like, I was already feeling bad about my haircut, but then I was just feeling worse about myself. Like my hair suddenly said something about me. Yeah. So did you feel pretty when you were younger? Oh, absolutely not.
1: Okay. I, I didn't. Um, and by the way, Bree's beautiful. So that's that's interesting that you did not feel pretty.
0: I, I really didn't. Um, like I said, I had really massively curly, thick hair. Mm-hmm. My mom didn't know what to do with it, right. so I never knew how to style my hair. I had body issues from a young age because mm-hmm. I was not like twig-like, like the yeah. other, you know, young girls. You know, with that Mexican Latin heritage in yes. my family, my everyone in my family was just bigger. So I was just built bigger, like solid. I wasn't fat by any means as a kid, but I was just bigger, you know, I was solid. And so I just always felt fat compared to everybody. Even as like a seven year old, my dad, I remember as a seven year old, my dad calling me a fat ass, (gasps) you know? And so yeah, I
1: had that too. I I just,
0: and you know, my, my My dad being like physically abusive to my siblings, Mm -hmm. emotionally abusive to me, a mom who was like an Idaho farm girl didn't talk to me about anything like periods or sex or she didn't do anything like hair, makeup, waxing. Like the beauty world was like not a thing she was into. And so we just didn't talk about looks or hygiene or self-care or anything like that. And so I just wasn't in that world at all Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel pretty I didn't feel seen I didn't feel heard and I just hid a lot and so you know and it wasn't until high school when I started you know playing around with makeup and Mm -hmm. things like that and I still wasn't like asked out on dates or anything like Mm -hmm. that. But then like boys started making comments and like things like that towards me, but I was still never like asked out. So I still didn't feel pretty. It was like this weird dynamic, (laughs) but no, I still never felt pretty. I was always just like very attention seeking in that way. Call it daddy issues, whatever you want, but it was still Mm. just like very yeah. Like I always wanted to be seen. So I was always trying to be seen.
1: Yeah. Don't you think most of us girls are that way? Like we want to be in that, you know, how many times did we see that movie mean girls? Right. Taylor? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, yep. And like, cause you wanted to be included, even though you don't want to like say, Hey, include me. because mm-hmm. They're the pretty girls, right? They're the popular girls. Yeah. Did you ever feel that Taylor?
2: Oh yeah. Well, my story again, we're all different. And so mine was up until probably eight, nine, ten, I always thought I was beautiful. I always thought really? I was beautiful. I, I like felt great about myself. Aww. Um I remember I think I was in what was I in mom second or third grade probably. Yep. She was and getting made fun of. I was I got made fun of and someone called me Barbie. Barbie. And I was like, How dare they call me Barbie? <laughs> but also yeah. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't until um Later, when people started telling me I wasn't pretty, um, both schoolmates and then also my stepdad, bless his heart, he had great intentions, but really bad execution. He would tell me things like, I lo- I'm look, i going to be really sad for you on your wedding. The day after your wedding, your husband's going to wake up and be like, oh, there's a monster lying next to me. And I, I, that, yeah. And Gosh. I like, yeah, it was like the outside people. That made me feel bad about myself. And, and I was just like you. I never got asked out on dates. Mm-hmm. I never got asked to dances. I got asked to my first dance when I was a junior. And it was a pity ask. It was like they had a list of girls who hadn't been asked to the dance. And like oh. guys could then go like. So then the seniors would ask the junior girls. And it was like a, definitely a pity dance. But I like cried my eyes out. Because I like got asked out to my first dance. like, And so it was like society telling me that I wasn't good enough. Uh, so, and it took. Oh my gosh! It has taken me twenty plus years to realize I'm beautiful. Since then, yeah, to to get that back, to, to get it back like, to where I was yeah. when I was a little girl. Because as a little girl, I always thought I was beautiful. I in just society. So
1: when. Okay. So I'm not going to say last names. So Ryan asked you to the dance, right? And yep. he was popular. He was a senior. Mm-hmm. I did not know that you knew it was a
0: pity. Oh, I knew it was a pity ask. I knew
2: it was a pity you ask. And okay. I didn't care. I was just excited to get asked. I love that. Yes. And I never got asked to another dance again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I went to dances.
0: And he was so nice to you.
2: You he was had a so great nice. experience. It was a great. I'm, I'm glad I got to go, but it was, it was a pity dance. It's fine.
0: Yeah, I definitely never went to any dances unless I, I was the one, either. like, the I girl's never, choice was. I never went to prom. Nothing. Same. Like nothing.
1: But you oh. know what? I think it's made me a better person because I evaluate, like, pretty privilege to me is, like, pretty to me is what's within your heart. Like, are you a yeah. good, kind person? You can't buy that, you guys. You can have Botox all you want. You can have plastic surgery. You can do any of those things you want but if you're not beautiful on the inside mm-hmm. to me that's that's what i want to be first it definitely almost. takes a
0: certain level of maturity and like healing yes to accept that for yourself yeah. i feel uh, like
1: uh, yeah like i feel like i whatever you know so i've had a facelift you guys i just turned 55 i feel woo, woo, woo. so beautiful in my spirit and my soul But you know why? Because I feel like at the end of the day, I feel like I really care about other people and I want to be kind. And so when to me, pretty privilege is knowing that maybe like people are attracted to me, not necessarily because I have blonde hair or whatever, you know, but they're attracted to me. From my soul. Yeah. Well it's
2: but, and I disagree. Okay. Because whoa, whoa, go oh God. I disagree because you're Throwing damn. Okay. Pretty privilege is when people see you, they take an immediate notice of you oh, and they judge they you. And so they're not judging you on your soul. I think okay. the people who care about you are gonna judge you on your soul. Okay, well, when I think true. pretty privilege, I'm thinking people are judging me from that first thing that they see. I remember when I started having kids, I like came to my mom, my I have twins, they were literally like a week old and I was like, Mom, are they ugly? Tell me if they're ugly. Like, I need to know because <laughs> if they're ugly, I need to prepare them because people treat people differently the way they look. And, of course, they're beautiful. They're, they're dead gorgeous. They're gorgeous kids. But, like, I knew that based on how people dress, based on how people – all those things they're judged by even as children. And maybe that's because of my experiences. And so I think pretty, pretty privilege is a thing. I don't know. I mean, it goes back to that um,
0: Dateline thing you were watching Taller people, more attractive exactly. people, they get higher paying jobs. Yeah. They get free drinks at bars. They get asked out more. Yep. Hi, all of that stuff, right? Okay, I got to
1: tell a story, and this is—I won't say names—but I have a child oh, who's, who's attractive. That narrows okay? it down. I, yeah, he's I, I mean, there's five people. There's, know, there's five of them. them. Okay, but this one of my sons, and he. Oh, there's only two of those. Okay, well, okay, whatever. <laughs> so he went for a job interview. Okay, I'm not where, whatever, recently, and. His interviewer, and I kid you not said, you know, was looked at him and he's, he's, he's a good looking boy, literally said, are you more than a pretty face? Did Uh, that not happen? In a job
2: interview? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Are you more than a pretty face? All right. But just so you know, he graduated in a very prestigious, um, you know, college with college a degree, with a degree and, mm-hmm. and more than qualified. Uh-huh. But the first thing was because he's attractive, are you more than a pretty face? So is that pretty privilege for a man?
0: So, first question out of okay. the gate prove to me that you're qualified and more than a pretty face.
1: Okay. Yeesh.
0: Yeesh. In yeah. a job interview, I feel like that yeah. shouldn't be allowed to no, be asked. I thought the same thing because
1: that was a woman in a him and i thought oh, oh, woman. It was a woman it woman
0: talk Cause, about cause, turning cause tables like, so can you
1: imagine if you were in a job interview brie and a, a man,
2: and man said, said are, are you more a hot face? dang so no. that's a
0: big
1: like so pretty privilege maybe could be also like, it goes both ways you could be both ways i grew up can i tell you a blonde joke
0: I oh was, geez i got
1: really tired of people assuming that i wasn't intelligent yeah you know, because of the color of my hair.
0: It's so crazy. You know, well, it even just the other day, I was filming a plastic surgeon and, you know, he's trying to grow his practice. He's mm-hmm. new. And I'm, he, I'm not going to lie. He's an attractive guy. Okay. And in my head, I'm just thinking you're a good looking guy. You're going to be fine. Women are going to come to you oh, 100%. and wow. want surgery from you. Yep. Because they're going to see you on your social and be like, he's handsome. I want him doing surgery on me.
2: Interesting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I do photography and there are like, so this is like a weird example, but like when I was bigger after having kids and I wasn't a self-confident, I didn't want a pretty photographer to take my pictures because I wanted someone who knew how to pose me. So Mm -hmm. I'd look pretty if, because they weren't necessarily the stereotypical pretty right isn't that an interesting
0: thought see I kind of I kind of understand that because being a bigger girl Uh I don't want a skinny person trying to pose me because they just don't get it they don't get it but that's is that like a judgmental thing because I would hope as a
2: professional that they would know how to pose someone I feel like I'm a photographer. I know how to pose skinny people, bigger people, to make them feel confident. But then I, but I didn't want someone more pretty than me taking my picture because I wasn't sure they'd know how to pose me. Like. <laughs> I actually read an article. Humans
0: are so crazy, I, you guys. I actually
1: read an article. It wasn't called "Pretty Privilege," but it said it basically said that teachers, whether they realize it or not, tr- t- that they treat the more attractive kids in their class better than the less attractive and i was like what i'm not surprised by that but that i know that was a whole article it wasn't called pretty Privilege," but i was like oh so well, basically okay. but, like, as a it mother, starts from a kid
2: when my kids are dressed and cute i feel like i have more patience than, <laughs> than they look like hooligans so, oh my gosh you're like yes i, guess I get it <laughs> to,
1: get to your hair yeah
0: like, all right we're giving the teachers a pass because yeah. we yeah. understand uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. we get it yeah uh, because it's one of those things. Like I, I've always told my kids, and even like life isn't fair. But also, like, is that why? Like, I had so many people like, why would you get a facelift? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you want to change yourself? And for me, I will say this. You know, i would never had surgery on my face. I'd never even really thought about it. When I did it, it wasn't to change me. It was like because I'd grown to the point where I'm like, Hey, I really like myself. It took me many, many years to get there. And I, I wanted to enhance and, you know, address the aging issues, but I didn't go in there and say, Hey, can you make me look like so-and-so? Yeah. So can you make me look prettier? Um, because I think when you come to accept yourself and say, Hey, I, I would, you know, I could look better or I can do these things to enhance um, or address certain issues. Um, but I, I do feel like, you know, we're seeing in society like, Hey, TikTok wherever we're at, we're seeing people that completely change
0: their looks. Oh, absolutely. to look
1: Different because they want to feel,
0: you know, pretty or attractive, right? Exactly. So. so the other day I was telling you before we started recording that this was brought up to me you know, when I went and got my, my hair colored mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm going to be 40 next year. My grays are coming in. It's, it's freaking me out a little bit. No shame. Right. Um, But I was talking with my stylist and she was telling me stories about back in the day. And she was talking to me about how, she and her girls were taking advantage of that pretty girl privilege, Oh, like at the bars, getting drinks, all that stuff. Oh. And she, you know, she kind of like wink, wink, elbow, elbow, nudge, nudge me and was like, you know what I mean? I was like, well, girl, thanks for including me. I appreciate that. Yeah. But then I was like, but I don't know what you mean. Yeah. Cause Interesting. I, I did not grow up feeling yeah. that and yeah. I did not, one, go out to bars and like take advantage of that. But one thing she said was intriguing to me. And I, I think it totally relates to what we're talking about is that her philosophy was everyone, no matter what you look like can access that pretty girl or pretty guy privilege based on how you present yourself. Yeah. We're right? shaking our head. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Yes. Like we're on a podcast.
1: We're shaking our head because I agree with that because it's like anytime, you know, how many times do we say, oh, we well, want to get healthier. Oh, maybe you want to lose weight. Oh, I want to like grow my hair out. Oh, I want to get rid of these problem areas that maybe you're having with your face or, you know, your skin care or whatever. Is that not like for Taylor? You've had a lot of babies in four years, right? <gasps> yeah. Like, and so you had a tummy tuck.
2: Yeah. But and, but the tummy tuck wasn't what made me feel beautiful. Yes. Though. I know. That's what that's, I'm saying. That's the thing. Yes. Though, you didn't it is, do it because you didn't love yourself. Yeah. Like it you. wasn't that. And like what you were saying, Bree, like anyone has access to that. For me, it was, um, finding my inner beauty for myself. I guess that's kind of like the interview that you were talking yeah. about, but like others can't see that I had to no. find it for myself. Mm-hmm. And then I presented myself differently. Um, and I, a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-growth, and then I was able, the way I presented myself, others saw that.
0: Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think that's not to cut you off, but no, I, I think that's the connection that a lot of people aren't thinking about. Whereas a lot, you know, a lot of times people are like, Oh, why do you go to the spa? Why do you do makeup? Like, I don't think I need to invest money in, in skincare or makeup or like, why can't I just be natural? Why can't I just be me and not have to do all this stuff? Like, no, there's no rule. There's nothing saying you have to, but. For those people who want to, like, it's totally fine. It changes how yes. you present yourself.
2: Because like you said, there are people who can wear no makeup and they look beautiful and they feel confident and they feel stunning and they exude pretty privilege. And exactly. then there are going to be girls who get a facelift or get a tummy tuck and wear makeup and do their hair and go to the spa. And that makes them feel beautiful. And it's not necessarily the act of doing that. It's, it's bringing something out from inside of them that helps them feel beautiful that others can see.
0: It's like their act of self-care or maybe someone yes. who's not wearing the makeup does something else to access exactly. yes. that same feeling
1: yeah.
0: of self-care. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I want to dive into like the procedures and how maybe that's helped you guys. Maybe not so much access like the yeah. pretty girl privilege, yeah. but I f- I feel like it it's connected in there oh, somewhere. I totally
2: feel like it's connected. Okay. So for me, so I had, um, so I had three pregnancies in four years. I had, mm-hmm. so when my youngest was born, my twins were three and a half. Four kids, three and a half. And Holy crap. Yeah. And I had three C-sections. It was crazy. And I had a significant pouch on my stomach that was mm-hmm. never there before. I can't tell you how many people told me just exercise. It'll go away. Just do this. It'll go away. Do Oh, this, put this patch on your skin. It'll go away. <laughs> and I was like, you guys, you had that girdle thing. She it wore ain't this happening. thing after
1: having, do you remember you it said, Oh, you know, it'll a suck girdle. it all back in. Oh yeah. You I tried know, that. The, I tried this like a
2: binder that yeah, was supposed to, like you suck baby, everything in. It didn't and work. I was like, you guys, I had a tummy tuck. Not a tummy tuck. Tummy. I had a C-section. Yeah. My stomach muscles were ripped open. There was nothing I was going to do to get rid of that. Yeah. And for me to having to get a tummy tuck, it gave me the confidence to wear a two-piece bikini for the first time in my entire life. And even like before nice. having yeah. kids, I would never felt confident enough to do that. And now I'm like here and I'm like still recovering. I'm only five weeks post-op. And I'm like, let's wear that damn bikini. Yeah! <laughs> Go for it. But and no one can see, like no one could see that pouch. Like it was always hidden under clothes. I mean, and even if I was wearing a swimsuit, yeah, you could tell there was like a bulge or something, but no one could see it but me. And it, I didn't like it. It was for me. It wasn't for anyone else. And now I feel more confident. But yeah. it, like, nobody could see it, but
0: it affected,
2: it affected your me. mindset it's and internal. how you, it's totally internal. internal. And it's actually really funny because I actually was having a conversation with someone last night and he came up to me. It's someone who's known me my whole life, uh, it doesn't matter. I don't want to put names out. Okay. My whole life. He's someone I look up to and he was like, Taylor, I, I like want you to know, like, I see the changes in you. You are so happy. Like what? I don't know. I like know that you've made some changes. I know that you've been sharing things, but like, I'm just so happy that you're happy. Like, I feel like I've never seen you be more you than you are now. Right. I love that. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. And this is someone who I don't see in person super often, but they do follow me on social media okay, and good. stuff like that. Yeah. But like, how cool is it that someone who doesn't even see me regularly can see even through my social media that isn't consistent, I guess that the changes <laughs> I'm making are making me feel better. And I'm the more me than I've ever be, been in my life.
0: That's and amazing. probably
2: would
1: have never thought that. <laughs> and so that's so interesting to me because I think you're absolutely beautiful before, after, but I also see very, very, very personally that you doing this is something that you did for you and has helped you feel a better tailor yeah. in presenting yourself.
2: Yeah, and and I'm young, so I'm only my 33. <laughs> is that right? Do some quick math here. Yeah. How old I'm 33. Are you? <laughs> and so a lot of the people who I talked to about tummy tucks they've been like older and they were like oh I was self-conscious because I didn't want people to judge me and I didn't want I didn't want them to know I was doing this and I'm like I didn't do it for anyone else so I don't care if people know I did it like I'm so glad I did it when I did because now and not that there's any right or wrong age to do it but like I did it when was right for me. And that's what I've like ooh yeah. that's like that's with a, a facelift cuz
1: I had yeah. a lot of people tell me you don't you didn't need a facelift you're too young um and I was like well I wanted to address things like you know I did a lot of research and then when I talked to um Dr. Ward who did my surgery he said to me he goes you're the perfect candidate because you've been doing all the right things And we can really do such a natural facelift on you, Teresa, because you have been doing all these preventative things. You've been doing TCA pills. You've been taking care of yourself. So I can, you know, give you a rejuvenation that basically just you're never going to be able to tell. Yeah. And that's the biggest compliment is when people say, what? They cannot (laughs) tell. They just think, you know, I look really rejuvenated or whatever. Right. Like,
0: what's going to be more noticeable if yeah. you're like 80 and all of a sudden you're looking like you're 60 yeah, or you're exactly. 55 and yeah. suddenly you're looking like yeah. you're 45. And I don't like,
1: even look, the funny thing is people are like, what do you feel like? I never did it going, Oh, I want to look this age. Honest to goodness. I'm like, I just want to look the best me. I want to, you know, because to me, um, feeling good about yourself, And feeling confident about yourself, it's like when you get up in the morning, how many of you like, oh, I just don't want to get up. I don't want to, you know, take a shower and you feel gross the whole day when you don't But when you get up and you're like, I'm going to show up for myself, maybe you're going to do your hair, you're going to put on a cute outfit, maybe you're going to, you know, and that's kind of like with me investing in, you know, for me, the facelift was like, I showed up for myself Mm -hmm. and I go like, I just feel good. And if that's considered pretty well, great,
2: but. I think plastic surgery or spa treatments or whatever, yeah, they're, they're tools. Tools. That's like, yeah, like how yes. I see it. Like for it's me, tool. like when I'm cleaning my house, if Can I, I clap, clap? Yay! Yes. <laughs> so like when I'm cleaning my house, if I put my tennis shoes on, I'm more productive what I get more done like i don't know that's like a weird quirk of mine like if i'm wearing oh, no. shoes i'm uh, more productive if i'm listening to good music and like see like we all have yeah. these oh see there's you like music i have to wear my tennis shoes do you not it's listen to music when you claim though no i listen audio books okay know. Okay. but what i'm saying interesting is people like, it. like so in this world the tummy tuck for me was my tool to help me be more confident. Yeah. The facelift was for you yeah. for other people. It's getting a facial or getting a manicure or yeah. like whatever it is. Like we all have these different tools. Yeah. This yeah. is just ours. Exactly.
0: There's nothing like it's yeah. just removing some skin exactly. and it's, it's a tool. It's a thing. It's not like a moral yeah. failing by I any means.
2: Someone messaged me and said that I am setting an, Unhealthy beauty standard because I chose to get a tummy tuck. I was like, Oh no! Oh, interesting. Oh, block. No, I, I've, I've had, <laughs> but I, oh, I had a lot I of just haters on think That was interesting. That a tummy tuck that no one can see except for me. I'm setting an unhealthy beauty standard. Compared to everyone else, celebrities, the things they do, the the Photoshop, the airbrushing. But me having a tummy tuck sets an unhealthy beauty standard. Interesting.
0: It's kind of like when women wear like pretty underwear. Mm -hmm. It's like nobody's seeing it, but you're going through your day with like that extra spring in your step because you're like, I'm wearing something pretty under all these clothes Mm -hmm. and I know about it. Like it's nobody's business unless you want it to be someone else's business. Exactly. And then that's something that you're sharing with them. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's for you. It's to give you that confidence. Mm -hmm. And it's just it's another tool in the tool belt. Yep just like semaglutide for weight loss, yeah. like going to the gym for weight loss. There's no right or wrong.
1: Right. Well, you know, I always say this cause I, I'm like, I am pro like doing whatever like is filling your, like your bucket, you know, your, your self-confidence. I also think that no one should feel like they have to have any kind of surgery. And, also very bad you know, i always say age the way you want to like when it comes down to it it's such a personal thing but look at makeup right mm-hmm some days we wear makeup. maybe some days we don't like i I love to wear a little makeup i but I also feel like for me you know it enhances sometimes some people are n- no makeup you know but mm-hmm. for me I love I love to put a little makeup on and um, it it is a tool for me to achieve, you know, some days feeling like, hey, I look okay today. Yeah. Or getting your hair done. And so I think it's important to know like what makes you feel your best, aka pretty, handsome, whatever you want to call it, you know. So and why would we want to feel pretty? For me, pretty is, you know, like are we confident? You know, what can we do to make ourselves, you know, show up for ourselves?
0: Absolutely. Right. And maybe that's where the conversation needs to start changing because there's maybe people have such a negative association with the word pretty because of how they did or did not feel throughout their life. Let's
1: go back to the mean girls. Let's like, go back right? to the mean girls. They were like, the pretty girls. They were they, the popular exactly. girls. Exactly.
0: And maybe people are just what they're truly wanting to feel is that sense of confidence and self-belief.
1: People want the basic things that people want to feel are, are love and to be included, you know, to be seen, to be heard. And so, right. Yeah. And so when it comes down to it, like when people are judging, You know, other people based on their looks, you know, judging Taylor because she had a tummy tucker, judging me because I had a facial procedure and saying, Oh, you don't love yourself. There's no way you could love yourself and do that. And I was like, Oh, I feel like I did it because I do love myself. And I'm confident enough to share it with you and say, Hey, I, you know, this is what I did
0: and it's okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think one thing that's really super important is. That if you are seeking perfection, oh, surgery, need- clothing, no, yes. makeup, it's not where you should be starting. You are like, never gonna find it. You are right. never gonna find it. Like therapy is where you need to be starting. I
1: always say I am perfectly imperfect, and that is throughout life. And then that, it, and it just it 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 eases it. You know, like my cute little um, grandson, your child Beckett, the other day, he was we had been swimming, and he grabbed all my little well, a lot of this like you know lots I, of my thigh <laughs> my gushy thighs and he goes grandma you're so gushy he said I was um what did he say uh what's the word was, like, he, wiggly? he said I was wiggly and jiggly oh, yeah. <laughs> and I did not sit there and go oh my gosh I was like yeah you know yeah. I embrace that like I think well part, have you seen those you know, oh sorry to interrupt no, you have you seen
2: those like reels they're like this is what I look like when I'm posing but yeah. this is what I look like oh, when I'm just yeah. sitting yes. and I have a stomach and like yeah there Yeah, And and so, like, even the people who look like they have perfect bodies, their bodies still act like bodies. No
1: figure. Can you imagine if you were, like, a supermodel like Gigi um, and, you know, all these – and they're expected to be beautiful and perfect 24-7. To me, like, I'm sure they have a lot of privileges. I'm sure they get – but, gosh, that's that's at what cost? Let's just say, like, the Kardashians, like, people love to, like – you know, pick people apart. Yeah. You know, and so for me, I'm just like remembering, like I'm just doing what I can do to feel my very best, and to you know, I don't want to judge other people's journey because hey, what someone else wants to do, you know, to to fill their their confidence and their
0: tools, you know, let, let let's do that. But, Absolutely. Yeah. So. It's my biggest hope is that people start to learn for themselves that it's completely valid for them to seek and utilize whatever tools call to them. Yes. And in doing so, it doesn't take away, like anyone else doing the same for themselves doesn't take away from like you getting a facelift, you getting a tummy Mm -hmm. tuck, Mm -hmm. doesn't take away from me who has not had either of those things yet and wants them. Like my time will come. Mm -hmm. I'll get to do those things.
2: Yeah. Uh, if you want. If, if I want. Didn't want to, if you didn't have to. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And like, and if that wasn't my journey, mm-hmm. like someone else doing something doesn't take away from what I'm wanting to do. And same exactly. for you guys. Yeah. And same for anyone listening or yeah. anyone not listening. Yes. Like we're all able to access the things we want mm-hmm. if we make it a priority. Right. I think so much of the time we just don't make things a priority. And then we feel a sense of scarcity and lacking. And so we lash out at the people we see achieving and getting the things that we're wanting for ourselves.
2: So true. Well, I feel like with my tummy tuck, cause I am younger, I'm 33. A lot of people judge me because I'm like, cause when I spent money on it, uh, so is that taking away from my family? Is it taking away from certain things? Is it making me a worse mother? Cause I was basically out of commission in bed for four weeks, four to six weeks. Like I got all those judgments, but I'm like, okay, I might've spent money on it. I might have been in bed for four weeks or whatever, but I'm a better mom because I feel better about myself. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and like when I lost weight, um, I felt like I was a better mom because I had more energy. I felt like I had more to give because I wasn't, wallowing in this not being able to lose weight thing and not that that was bad but for me I just like didn't feel my best and so I wasn't giving my best to being a good mom and a good all sorts of things and so it's just changing the mindset
0: Mm, absolutely
2: I think another thing about um like my journey was a lot of this started like with my mental health first Mm. so like I did a lot of work inside before anyone saw a difference physically um yeah And and they say that like when you're like losing weight, like you'll notice difference after two weeks, your family will notice a difference after four, and strangers will notice a difference after eight. And I kind of like think the same thing about like my health journey is my health journey, even though I only lost the weight within the last like two years, my health journey started four years ago when I started working on my anxiety and my depression and my self worth and doing therapy and so it wasn't just tummy tuck and I felt better. It was improving my self-esteem, my self-worth. And it was a progress. It wasn't just like a journey where I flipped a switch and I was there. It was a process. And I think that's for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. So maybe right now people, especially on social media, following you through like through your mom's account is only seeing this tummy tuck and thinking it's like this magic cure all that you're seeing it as, but they're not seeing that history behind it. Exactly.
1: The work to get where you're at. and and not just physically yeah because i think the perception at least i feel like a lot of people think that surgery is like the easy way out like you don't have to work on anything you just go have surgery and you're gonna feel you know whatever the whatever you know and and that is absolutely not the truth um i talked about it like you your, your head your thoughts your your pattern you know in, in the way you recover,
2: honestly, is like
1: huge.
2: Well, and on the flip side, if you're not in a good place mentally, and say you do go get a facelift or a tummy I, tuck or whatever, and you're not in a good place, don't do mentally, it don't do you're going to get it done. And you're going to be disappointed. Because yes. if you're not working on your insides, you're not going to feel confident after like it might feel good for a little bit, but it's going to be a temporary solution until you're like, Oh, what else is going to make me happy? Oh, yeah. Oh, I,
1: you know, I'm not perfect. Now I need to do this, 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 and the other. And I completely agree with you that you have to get to the point where you're like, um, or not even to the point you need to evaluate what, what tools you're doing in your, in your life and why, and are they really going to get you, get you to where you feel the best confident you.
0: Absolutely. You know, so. And even beyond plastic surgery, um, you know, having had two weight loss surgeries, you know, I had the gastric sleeve and then um, revised it to the duodenal switch. You know, a lot of times people in, you know, personal trainers, workout communities, things like that, see weight loss surgeries as like an easy fix and like the cheaters way out or anything like that. But holy heck, I will tell you what, like surgery, weight loss surgery is hard. It is a mental mind, you know what, (laughs) like so hard. And for the first three months, like, cause my husband had one, you know, a couple of years after my first one and he went through the same process. I'm like the first three months, you're going to be mad at yourself for doing Mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. And at around three months, you'll be like, oh, okay. I'm feeling okay now. Like it's, it's working. I see it. I'm not so mad right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. but it really is. And you, you still have to wrap your brain around it the same way you would if you had like dieted and, you know, like mm-hmm. gone to the gym, mm-hmm. like you're still having to put in the same amount of work. Your, it's it's mantle, just another tool that you needed yeah. to like overcome that, yeah. that barrier. Yeah.
2: Also, every body is different. Oh, yeah. Like, we cannot, like, that, that's the other thing is social media has created this, like, um, comparison game. I mean, people have always compared, but I think it's even worse now that people think, oh, this person did this. So if I do this, I'm going to look exactly like that. No, no, yeah. two, no, two people's journeys are going to be exactly the same. And so this person might do Ocympic, And they're going to lose the weight that way. This person's going to go do intermittent fasting and it's going to work for them. This person's going to go get a VSG and it's going to work for them. So we Mm -hmm. got to stop comparing and saying you're doing it wrong because you did a surgery. Like, yeah, Yeah. we're all different. Like, it's just, it's never going to be the same.
0: Absolutely. I
2: I think that's what
1: I would say for like the whole, what I've learned being much, you know, more advanced and mature than (laughs) mature in years is I always say like what works for me may not work for you and vice versa. And I'm just going to, you know, not, it's not my, my position to say, why did you do that? Or how, you know, but I always say like, listen to your own, you know, that instinct in your gut. If something feels, you know, that you need to do something, you know, whatever tool or not do something, follow that. Because at the end of the day, Um, it is use the tools that help you love yourself and for you to like be the most confident you. Um, and if that's pretty, that's pretty, you know, or what, whatever, you know, I feel beautiful, not, and, and it's not even all about like, I've never felt I'm more pretty than someone else. I've never felt like, especially as I've gotten older, I felt like pretty to me is saying, Hey, like I, I I can love myself now. Mm-hmm. I, I can love myself when I didn't before and I will love other people. And I will, you know, be, I'm going to, I'm not going to be so hard on myself anymore. I love that. And that, that is a very, and so that
0: makes me happy you know good you deserve that yeah,
2: thank you it makes me think of the barbie movie okay the barbie let's, bring movie. Barbie. let's bring it barbie. back to the barbie movie. my favorite part well one of my favorite parts i love the whole movie but my one of my favorite parts is when barbie is sitting on the bus bench and she sees the older woman
1: yes and now
2: mind you there has never been a barbie like that woman before and so barbie has never seen someone age Yep. Oh, ever. I didn't even think about that. Has never seen someone age. Yeah. And she sees this woman, and instead of her going, What is wrong with her? What is like, Why does she look like that? Why does she have these wrinkles? She goes, You are so beautiful. That was such a magical moment. It was so magical. Like, and that woman, she has wrinkles. She's older. And she, and there's this person next to her who is stereotypical beauty, Barbie. Who sees this woman and is like, you're so beautiful. So there is beauty in different ways. I loved yes. her response, though. Yes. I know. I know. I know. Oh, it was yes. so good. I,
0: my wish when I saw that was that we could just all get to a place where that could be our yep. response. When yep. someone tells us, you're beautiful.
1: Yeah, but if you do have that response in the real world, unfortunately, people are like, wow, they're conceited.
0: Like, what is wrong with you? Because if you think you? you're
2: pretty or if you are But I think that's what we're trying to do here. is we're trying to change the narrative. And that's why I think the Barbie movie was so good is we're trying to change the narrative that Midge is beautiful. Yeah. Barbie is beautiful. Everyone is beautiful. But you're not wrong,
0: though. So many people do still have that reaction. It's like we want people to say, I know. But there is still that judgment yeah. and shame from oh, so many have people. You ever that, oh, she thinks she's pretty. Yeah. Oh, or it's like, know. oh, oh, oh geez. Yeah. Like
1: She's mm. uh, she's prideful. Yeah. yeah. So, so stop it. You can be pretty, but don't know that you're pretty or don't, you know. And so, you know, so it, it's it's a huge thing. And to me, it's really, you know, love, loving yourself. I used to be afraid of like when I was younger, I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to. I don't want to look old and wrinkles and all this stuff. And as I've gotten older, I think working on myself, I realized that like all of the things that come with aging is one, it's a privilege, mm-hmm. and two, it's part of life, and it's really okay, So beautiful. devil
2: advocate here. What? So all those things are part of yeah growing old, but yeah. you got a facelift. Yeah, but. To me, that's part of it. I still, I'm 55 still.
1: No amount of surgery or anything going to change my age,
0: but but you still have wrinkles, yeah. They're not gone. I, I still
1: have wrinkles, yeah. I still look like a mature woman. I mean, you know, I just feel like feeling, I love the callback, call, ba- call oh, yeah. out
0: though. That yeah, was yeah, eight times, eight times. But, yeah <laughs> exactly. But
1: <laughs> i I think a lot of things, the signs with aging that I didn't like, that I wanted to kind of like get rid of was I think for me as you age, a lot of times we look like we're tired. We look like we're, you know, as things start to the elasticity droop, droop, those are the things where I'm like, okay, I'm not going to like, I don't want to like look like I'm so stretched like a balloon, Mm -hmm. but addressing those things just helped me still to feel like who I've looked at in the mirror for a long time um, and seeing if that makes sense. But You know, I think that's where your head game is like, hey, why are you doing this? Are you, you know, because guess what? Having droopy skin is totally okay, and you're still beautiful. But for me, I was like, hey, I'm very, you know, in a position where I think I'm okay to do that and I want to do that. But if someone doesn't, it doesn't make them less anything, Mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't make me because I decide to have a face. it doesn't make me more than anybody else either. Right. It just has added, added, um, like really good results for me to be honest. Like I didn't hate myself. I didn't love myself. There were some things I didn't necessarily love that was going on with the aging process. And now that they've been, you know, um, I don't know. I don't they've been eased. They've been eased. Yeah. Because I'm still, I'm aging. We age every day. It's a privilege. And so I think going into it like that and saying, Hey, like, you know, like there's only you, there's only you like worry about what you're doing and, and, you know, and use the tools and the things that help you feel your best.
0: Yeah. yeah. Whether it's meditation, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's binging Netflix, whatever's working for you that day.
1: Yeah. Let's do it.
0: Do it. Own it.
2: And don't judge. Yep. That's it. Um, I had recently read an article that said um, there's not one diet that works um, because any diet you stick to consistently, that's going to work for you. Absolutely. It's kind of the same thing. Whatever you're doing, if it works for you, do that, whether it is Netflix or, and and like, or if you're on a diet, here's, here's the other thing about dieting. Random thought, I guess, ADHD. Let's hear it. Um, (laughs) So say you're on a diet, say you're doing intermittent fasting, you wake up one day, you're having a bad day. And all you want to do is go to In-N-Out and have a burger and a shake. You can, it doesn't mean that you're a failure at a diet because that day you need something else. Does it mean that every day you want to be going to In-N-Out and get your burger and shake? No, but if that day you need that, do that. What if my diet is and it should never be all or nothing. It should never be should, all or nothing. I, I know someone who is literally like every six months they are like, Oh, I'm going to give up sugar. And so they give up sugar for six months and they go six months without having sugar. And then they have one piece of sugar and they're like, Oh, I had sugar. I'm done. Games. On. Games over. <laughs> yeah. And instead of saying, Oh shoot, I had sugar this one time. Now let me get back in the swing of things. Nope. They just give up. And so it's like, Finding that balance mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: and not just with dieting with all things. Even yeah. There's not. Ooh, yes.
0: I think so much of the time, like we get in such a pattern of like black and white thinking
2: yes. for
0: oh. ourselves that we don't allow like any semblance of like gray areas or right. grace or allowances that it's like all or nothing in or out, yep. pass or fail. Yep.
2: You have tattoos. I have tattoos. Sure do. Okay. I'm sure you've heard this, like how can you get tattoos? They're permanent. They're forever. Like, how are you going to love something that much forever? Uh-huh. Um, but like, you've also had some removed. Yeah. And you changed your mind and you're different. And mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like the same thing. Like we, you might want something now, but like you could change your mind and it's still a part of your journey and it's fine. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Totally. Cause I get that all the time when I get tattoos, like, are you sure you're going to love that forever? And I'm like, I might not. But it was yes. a part of my journey then, and I'll appreciate it for that. It's like, guess what? Literally nothing is permanent. For real though. <laughs> really. Yeah. So, it,
0: so don't give me that argument anymore I about know. tattoos,
2: people. <laughs> also, I, I another article I read recently is like tattoos are increasing in popularity so they much are. right now um, because there was this stigma of tattoos that if you had tattoos, it meant that you were a bad person that yeah you, petty crimes like I saw something that said the people with tattoos are more likely to commit petty crimes and I'm like really now it's like all
0: these like blonde hair blue-eyed like white girls like exactly getting, yeah. <laughs> getting like, oh. I'm calling out to her, like big time right now
2: but like it's just changing the mindset there used to be this mindset that tattoos meant that you Weren't a good father. Then you were going to commit crimes. Yeah. You might be into drugs. And now it's like, oh, you have a tattoo. Cool. It changes absolutely. And I kind of feel like that's how it's going to be with plastic surgery. Like I feel like it is changing. I feel like there is a stigma <gasps> still about no, it. No, but think about it.
1: It used to be like no one would share that they had had. Oh, absolutely. And and now you're seeing more and more like people saying, "Hey, I did this and." I think it's really good. Not saying that because people need to go do that exact same things. But I think people need to be educated on different things so that whether they should do it or they shouldn't do it. Like, it's almost like, so you
0: know what you're getting into. And not even just plastic surgery, but just like dyeing your hair. Like nobody would ever admit to dyeing their hair.
1: Oh, that's so true. And they'd be like, no,
0: this. Purple is like I natural color, color. Yeah, exactly. Really, yeah. Or they'd be like this seventy-year-old woman with well, like no. brown hair. So still. back in the day, I went
1: to Brigham Young University, you guys, and so I have always had really thin, but longer hair, but thin. And I had extensions put in in college. Okay, so let me tell you this: the funny thing is, nobody did that, and it was so I was expensive. Say, back, like I mean, back, back in the back day. in the day, you guys, like back in the day and I will like never Did extensions forget it. exist? I thing? know. Okay, <laughs> hey guys, I'm not a dinosaur, but yes. And, but you think I was going to tell anybody? Oh, no. heck no. And, but now everybody in their dog, okay, we're in Utah, has extensions.
0: I'm literally had right? a consultation like, firm this week.
1: Okay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like everybody is like, and same thing with wigs. Yeah. All of a sudden, like people are like, Oh, I can change my hair daily. Yeah. (laughs) And people are like, what celebrities wear wigs? And I'm like, so it's changing even that industry of people saying, I can wear a wig if I want to, Mm -hmm. I can, you know, so tattoos, I can get a tattoo if I want to, I can, you know, so we're being, I think um, your, your age, you know, whatever you want to call it, you know, I think are much more open to yeah. saying, hey, it's okay if I wear
0: extensions and I I'll tell you I wear extensions. Oh, I'll tell you I did this absolutely. procedure.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's so funny to me because so many people are like, we've got to destigmatize this. We gotta, you know, break the stigma. And and I I think yes, there absolutely still is, because I mean, holy crap, you two have gotten bullied like oh yeah crazy. So yeah. there yeah. definitely still needs to oh, be yeah. some breaking down of that but it also blows my mind how much it already has been destigmatized. Oh
2: totally. Most of the people who are leaving the negative comments are older women or men. Yes. By the way.
0: I that does not surprise <laughs> me. That
2: that's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Would you agree
0: like on your yeah. socials?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah.
1: Not yeah. But I
2: think if you're, you know, be but you know, oh, you know, hold on. Okay. I also feel like your generation. Oh, yeah. Was taught that beauty was everything. Like, how many, oh. of, like, how many, you yo yo dieted my, my whole life. life. I yeah. watched you yo yo diet, tear yourself apart, mm-hmm. and beauty was everything. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't talk about it and you couldn't tell anyone you were doing it. No. And so I think this younger millennial Gen X generation they are trying to break that cycle. Like I, like with my children, I specifically have tried to never talk about weight in front of my children. I've tried to never talk about dieting because I don't want, because you kind of, me and my sisters have talked about it. The way you talked about food and your relationship with food and dieting and they created a negative effect on On us. And I don't want that for the next generation. And so I think that's probably, it's yep. going to be a long process changing people's trains of thoughts on this, but every generation is going to start getting better and be more okay with so, not social media, be okay with <laughs> plastic surgery, be okay with dieting, be okay with tattoos and, and being extensions. okay with
1: everybody's different body types. Yeah. yeah. And not yeah. think that there's one perfect body type. Exactly. No.
0: Yeah. See, I was listening to the Highest Self podcast the other day. Um, loved this episode, and I will totally link it in the show notes because I think it was an incredibly important episode for like all women and their partners to listen to. Um, But they were talking about how generational trauma can live through 13 generations.
2: Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Right. I mean, not amazing, but
0: that's crazy. No, that's crazy. I know. And my. Amazing that it lasts that that long. Yeah. And I, I think my husband took that to be like some woo woo, like made up thing. But hearing this, like hearing you guys talk about it made me think like, you know, you, you're, Had you picked up on the yo-yo dieting and all that, and passed it on to your kids, it could have taken that many generations for it to be like, we got to weed this out, right? Or like, if you were you're trying to like, it came from like your mom, you know? Okay,
1: think about it. Trying to get that stopped. You're (laughs) seeing this, and I'm so my grandmother. I'm thinking about the things that happened with her that then. You know, with my, that, then went to my mom. mom, now me, now with Taylor, now with my granddaughter Capri.
0: Yeah. And that's so like that, that's, one, two, three,
1: four, that, five generations right now. So you're thinking, I believe it, you guys. Yeah. I do believe it. And so
0: my husband's trying to be like, yeah. oh, that's woo woo. Like, I don't, I'm like, okay. no, 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 no. Right here, we see five yeah, generations. Five. And five they were talking about like, you know, like crazy other things, like, you know, child marriages and, you know, things like that. But I mean, even just on like a small scale, This is not small by any means, but like on a, on varying scales, absolutely. And so things like pretty girl privilege or being bullied or any number of these things, it absolutely can persist generationally. Mm -hmm. And so I love that, you know, through Gen X, through millennials, and now we're seeing in Gen Z and beyond, it's like societally,
2: it's like, nope, yeah, we're over it. Well, and social media has like good and positive things. But I think one of the really good things is that we are becoming more accepting of anyone and everyone and people who haven't been given a voice because of pretty privilege, like are now getting to share their stories yeah. and getting to share their journeys and we get to accept them and love them for the people they are. Yeah. Which is really cool. Cause they're I'm, I'm learning so much about so many different types of people that I had never learn about Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for tiktok or reels or all these things and so it it's we become more accepting of it
0: absolutely
1: the more it's in front of us i'm i'm thankful that people are willing to share their stories you know on how they have become better and the tools that they're using in their lives you know and Mm -hmm. because i think that that is is where we change things is is seeing things that have been broken in the past and saying hey How can we going forward, you know, do things differently to, um, have a happier, more productive life. So
0: absolutely. Well, ladies, thank you so much. Thank Thank you you for sharing your guys' stories and doing what you are doing to share and let people get to know you and help all your followers access the tools they want to use for themselves and, you know, being able to live through your guys' journeys and accepting themselves that way. Oh, so thank you,
2: Bruce. Well, I really appreciate
0: us. it. <laughs> well, Glad to be here. I love you guys. So thank you.